Firstly, Merry Christmas. I'm sitting here, 10 a.m., Christmas morning, I'm about to go for a run, and I thought, you know what, like, I have a couple of hours to kill, so I was like, what, what do I want to do? Like, it's a good day, I'm feeling good, I'm, I'm having one of those, I've got a bit of spare time to do something, and usually when I do have spare time, I like doing stuff that makes me feel really good. Um, and I found myself scrolling Instagram for about 20 minutes, and I was like, no, what a waste of this time. Therefore, I was like, I'm going to record a podcast, which feels a bit, um, I don't know, I, I feel like people's first reaction would be like, man, relax, it's Christmas Day, but I really fucking enjoy recording these, and I really enjoy, I really enjoy the feedback I get, but I guess that sounds quite um, self-absorbed, but not not so much because it's praising me, but actually because... A little while ago, I spoke to one of my best mates, Jackson, and I said to him, I was like, I'm stuck in this limbo where I really, really want to help people, but I'm also, I get drained so quickly that I then feel myself becoming quite selfish with, I'll see the opportunity to help someone. Like, I'll, before I go to just straightway help them, I actually weigh out, oh, is this going to drain me? Is this, which I know is, is good to, you know, assess the situation before approaching. However, part of me is like, I know that I could really help them, but I'm also just lazy, I guess, a bit selfish because in the past I've given so much of myself and left myself completely worn down that I I just can't be bothered. And that, that I know that's throwing myself under the bus a bit here, but hear me out. My social battery runs out so quickly these days for people who don't want to help themselves or I guess take a bit longer to realise how they can help themselves. So... I kind of had this moment when I got some feedback from a friend on my last podcast who I didn't expect to give such amazing feedback. It made me realise that I had one conversation with one person that might have scratched the surface, but it won't have been the change that they needed. It would be a pushing, like, it would have pushed them in the right direction towards change. So why I really love these podcasts is because I've found an effective way to have one conversation that then can affect multiple people but also not just that through another bit of feedback I received what was really great was this girl said I went back and re-listened to something late at night when I really needed to hear it and it's it was the icing on the cake that I needed along with all the other things she'd been doing to try and better herself which I really applauded and I loved and it made me realize I was like oh fuck yeah what I've created is a library a catalog that people can access 24 7 to get the advice that I would give you face-to-face, one-on-one anyway. Yeah, if you're wondering why I'm recording podcasts on Christmas morning, that is why. It's Christmas time and New Year's is coming, so you're going to be listening to this around this period. So let's go back to story time. This time last year, I liked a guy. It was a situationship. Let's make that really clear. Now, me and this guy, yeah, we're fine now. We're, we're on yeah, good terms, I guess. Um, however, this time last year, we were on really good terms. We were best friends as he kept liking to call it silly 17th century romantic me thought "Ooh, this is the courting phase and we're taking things slow and because as far as i'm concerned we were best friends who fancied each other no- nothing had happened as of yet but i was like it's a slow burner um anyway jokes on me because a few weeks prior to this time last year he we got really drunk um before going to a party and then on the way he was like, I'm so glad like we are where we're at and we're such good friends and I was like yeah best friends because in my mind you're best friends before you become boyfriend girlfriend um that, that's the stages I think I, I 
I would love, I would love my boyfriend to be my best friend. In fact, that that is all I'll accept, to be honest. And um, he was like, I just feel, we'd had a few ups and downs because I was like, I'm really unclear on what's going on here. You, Your actions say one thing, but your words say another. Um, and I could tell he was a really damaged guy. He had all this baggage and I was like, I know, stupid me, I was trying to heal him. But in my head, I was like, oh no, Basically, you know, he's getting better, he's working on himself, and then once he gets there, ta-da, like, it'll be all, you know, rainbows and sunshine. <laughs> and we've all heard that. When I'm saying this from the third-person point of view, I'm like, ugh, oh, you idiot, Panya. But anyway, I regret nothing because it led me to have one of the best years of my life. But not for reasons you'll think. So we had a few ups and downs because I felt like there wasn't clarity on where I stood and he wasn't being clear on it. But I still was very much like, I really like him and I know that something's going to come from this. Um, <laughs> so anyway, this time last year, uh, a few weeks before, we got very drunk. And then on the way to the party, he was like, I'm so glad we are how we are. We were like howling with laughter, having the best time. He's like, you know, I just feel so good that we're back on track. I was like, yeah. And he was like, because I can just talk to you really openly. I was like, yeah. And he's like, because I'm seeing a girl. And I was like, the fuck? And obviously at the time, you know, tactical, he'd waited till I was like on a pretty good level. And I thought, do you know what? I ain't going to deal with this right now. And we, I end up having a great night, like at the party. And then I wake up the next day and I sat there and I was like, huh, what, what was I supposed to do with that information? And so I kind of like just kept my distance a little bit until come New Year's Eve and I got the whole, like, I was like, what are you up to? And he was like, oh, just t- like, just having a quiet one, don't want to go wild, which was odd because me and him would just go wild. And I was like, uh, all right, um, well, should we do something? He was like, yeah, like, why don't you join me and the mates for drinks? I was like, yeah, awesome. Bear in mind, if you're invited to the mates, like, to have drinks with them, you know, that's a big deal. And I'd already been invited a few times, so I was in, you know, silly party. was like, yeah, wow, okay, we're back on track. And uh, not even back on track, so just... You know, you feel like that dumbass who's like, oh, but I'm different, I'm special. Anyway, coming towards New Year's Eve, I was like, what's the plan? Tell me the plan. And he was just really adamant that he wanted to leave at 8pm. And basically, the bottom line was, he eventually told me, on Christmas Eve, I want to leave because that's when my, my girl's arriving. So he, wants, he, wanted to, he wanted to have his best mate there, have a really good time, and then when it was time to go home, then his girlfriend can come, and then they can go off. And I just thought, fuck that. Bear in mind picture that was painted to me was that it was super early days and it was it was no biggie it was just he was putting feelers out with this chick you know which in my mind already I was like well why would you be doing that if I'm in the picture but then to hear the girlfriend card get whipped in like a week later I was like oh you know you're just literally just laughing you're like um I'm done I'm done bye and it was funny I don't know if anyone's seen me myself and Irene I love the film when Jim Carrey is so tired of being the doormat, so tired of being the super nice guy who everyone just walks all over and takes a piss with, and he just switches, and he smashes that car through the front window of that barbershop, and then he grabs that little kid and, like, drowns her in the pool, and he's just... Honestly, if you if you haven't seen it, you'll think I'm being really weird. Um, if you have seen it, that was me. I really enjoy... I thoroughly advise that film, actually, and I feel like watching that today. I might do that. Um, anything can happen today. It's Christmas. So... The point being, this isn't about a guy. This is about 2020 and my New Year's resolution. So I ended up being like, do you know what? I'm all right. I'll politely decline your fucking shit offer of being your kind of 
entertainment before you go off and fuck your new missus. So I decided to stay home. And luckily someone sent me a fucking brilliant podcast, um, How to Fail, um, episode, season four, episode four. The reason I remember is because it's 4-4. I can't remember the chick's name, Elizabeth, Elizabeth Day. And it was with Mo Guadat. That's really bad that I can't pronounce the name. But either way, all I remember is it's episode four, season four on How to Fail podcast. And it's basically the guy who's like um, an, the executive of Google, Google X. And he's a mathematician, he works with numbers, and he basically created the formula to happiness all off the back of a really, really dark incident that happened to him. Um, and how he didn't want to just throw his life away because of it. So I ended up listening to that podcast on New Year's Eve whilst cleaning my whole room, because I decided, and I was still living at my parents' house at this point, and I decided I did not want to spend Christmas, uh, I did not want to spend the 1st of January in a dirty room all butthurt about a stupid guy um, and just continue the new year as I'd ended the previous year. I cannot tell you how this was the best thing I could have done. I cooked myself like some elaborate meal. I think I, I specifically actually remember rolled up oven baked slices of aubergine with brie and basil. <laughs> I was like, that's how extra I went all for myself, no one else. And I, you know, gave myself a nice facial, did my affirmations before I climbed into bed. I just had one of those really strict self-love nights on New Year's Eve and I didn't care. I was like, you know when you're so angry, you're so angry that you tripped again. Like I swore to myself after like previous heartbreaks that this wasn't going to happen. And then it's because I was out of practice. I, I, you know, I got blindsided by someone who came, you know, what was it, the Trojan horse, came dressed all pretty and like my best friend and then ended up being the one person I trusted the most, being the person that hurt me the most. And I was like, it wasn't even about him. I was pissed off at myself. But I was like, do you know what? Good, I'm so glad this has happened on the 31st of December, 2019. Now I know people have had a really shit year. I really appreciate that, but I'm gonna, this is, <laughs> this is my podcast. So I feel, you know, if you don't wanna hear what I have to say, you can just turn off, but this is my space. And this is my space to say, 2020 ended up being one of the best years of my life. I, I genuinely mean that. I sat on my parents' sofa last night. I went around there for dinner, Christmas dinner. I cooked Christmas dinner for the first time in my life. Didn't fuck it up entirely. It was Everyone was happy. I'd done well with the presents I'd bought. I'd received some really great presents, and they weren't even elaborate presents. I received um, Matthew McConaughey's uh, Green Lights book. I received a beautiful alarm clock, which is just the sun, which um, brightens slowly, so it actually wakes you up nicely i received some like kind of like they're called self-discovery cards and they've got just really fascinating questions on them so I, I walked away and i laid in bed last night and i was like wow like what wholesome presents i've received and none of them i asked for like that's the energy i'm putting out that people are my flatmate this morning before she left gave me my present um and it was a framed picture of affirmations and at the very bottom it says i am panya so after all these affirmations and i just was like I asked for none of this and I got really wholesome gifts because of the energy I've consistently put out all year out of choice. That's a person I've wanted to show up as. Now this isn't me being like, la la la, be like me. No, no, no. Use my determination. Have determination like me. Have a vision like me. Have a focus like me. But make it your own, you know? Um, so my point being is if you have had a shit year, because 2019 was a shit year for me. 2018 was a shit year for me. 
the reason I don't feel guilty saying I had a fucking great year this year is because my pandemic, my my COVID all happened in 2017, 18, 19. And I couldn't talk with anyone about it because, you know, it was hard. It wasn't as crystal clear as 2020 when we had a pandemic and we had this virus just take over the world and slow the whole world down. So I, I truly suffered in silence and I feel like the time I spent, I served my time, therefore 2020 was good to me. And the thing is, it wasn't good to me because I I was lucky and I, I really hoped every night it would get better. No, I actively took the steps I needed to take, like I have given in other podcasts and I will in future podcasts, about how to make my life better. And it all started with being shat on that one last time on New Year's Eve on 2019 and I I needed that. I remember when me and the guy, you know, reconnected a few months later. We we went to town arguing um, on the first and second. I said, I'm leaving you in 2019. I'm not fucking having this conversation. I was like, you need a shit ton of self-development. He refuses to look at himself in the mirror and see where he's maybe flawed. And he was so busy on trying to protect himself by saying, well, I did the right thing by telling you. I did the right thing by not leading you on. What? Because you just kept me in the best friend category. Your your words kept me in that category, but your actions went way past that. Your actions led me on. And I needed that because then I got so angry at at love and happiness and and you know, depending your happiness on other people and, and being happy with another person. And I'm not just talking about a significant other, I'm talking about friends, family, um, anyone. I was like, I'm going to be so strict with who I allow access to me because I'm fucking done elevating other people only to get shat on in return. And the irony is this year that has been tested and I got shat on by my CrossFit team who randomly replaced me on the team. FYI, without telling me, I was like, wow, I gave you access to my energy, the the hype I bring in the gym, the hype I bring like knowledge-wise as well to fitness. And also, you know, I leveled up that team by my own fitness abilities. And I was like, and that's how I got rewarded for it. Cheers, guys, thanks. I had a friend this year who I consistently, consistently tried to help, tried to help, and she refused to actually take it on board. And the few times that we'd fallen out about it over the course of the year, and then we'd make up again and it'd be fine. Cause I was like, no, she's she's really trying, she's really trying. And then I just sat there this one time and I realized there was a repetitive pattern. And then I started doing a bit of, you know, maths. And I noticed I was like, every single situation that's happened to a really dramatic situation, I was like, I've never actually, been there or heard the other person's side of the story but every single time I noticed a victim mentality and when you do your own self-discovery you know I've been trapped in that victim mentality that's one of the first things you had to break and I was draining myself realizing that I could only take the horse to the water but you can't make it drink they have to realize that for themselves and if your efforts are just falling on deaf ears you shouldn't feel guilty or bad about when you feel it's time to step away. Now, I've had this conversation with myself multiple times because I'm like, okay, I also am very aware that people who do a lot of healing and they call it like self-enlightenment, they also can be massive twats. Like genuinely, they can. They can be really up themselves and think that they're God. So let me sit here and say, I often check myself in any highly emotional situation or crossroads as I like to call it, in life, that I, in fact, am not being a massive twat. My opinion, my perspective is not, you know, facts, okay? 
Do you know what? I love pizza. Do you know what else I love? Chocolate eclairs. I fucking love them both equally. But I would not put them together. Together they might not be a fit. And that's the same with relationships, whether they be, you know, romantic relationships, friendship relationships, family relationships. You can individually be two great people, but you just aren't compatible. You're not aligned. So, you know, that is... You just got to figure out if if that person is in alignment with who you are and where you want to go and who you want to be at that moment in time. And I acknowledge that this particular friend wasn't. Same with the fitness group. Even though that wasn't my call, I also have to sit there and be like, do you know what? The universe has a bigger plan and that plan was not for me to be in that group. And that is okay as well. Make peace with it rather than sitting there super butthurt and angry at the world because you're distracting yourself from the path that you're meant to be taking. If something is not aligned with where you're going, who you want to be, how happy you want to be, cut that shit out. Or if they cut you out, wave them off. Be like, do you know what? I'ma remember this. However, thank you. Because it's a trash taking itself out. 2020 has been a really shit year and I appreciate that it might not actually be linked to people specifically because unless it's Boris Johnson. It's been really tough times and people have really struggled, but we all got handed lemons this year and it's what we chose to do with it. Now, because my state of mind was in fight mode, was in pissed off mode, which is where I succeed the most, um, ironically, um, because I was so focused because of how I chose to start the year that every single lemon that got handed to me, I fully squeezed the shit out of and made the most lemonade. I started my own company. I switched jobs halfway through a lockdown to a higher paid job. I found that I took the risk without having that higher paid job in place. And a week later, I got that higher paid job. Um, My fitness, I've decided to embark on avenues that have a different end goal rather than a competition. Because right now we we can't apply to competitions. We don't know when these events are gonna actually be held and follow through. So instead I've decided to change my fitness regimes. I've started skipping. Do you know how satisfying it is when I unlock a skill? That's something I don't have to wait for an event to give me. Um, I started a huge project, which again, I don't want to publicly share because uh, evil eye, I want to wait till it's at a really, really solid point first before I can share. But a huge project I started back in uh, August, actually. Um, I've been chipping away at that quietly behind closed doors. I also signed up, I have now two side jobs, side incomes, small incomes, all that I don't have to leave my room to do. These are social media jobs where I've proven myself through my work, through the art I create, through my own content and proven what I can produce. I've done this all because instead of spending time coming home, scrolling Instagram for hours, watching Netflix, being bummed out, where the second the bars opened, going out and getting absolutely hammered. My point being is, it wasn't because I got lucky and these opportunities fell into my path. These opportunities came and found me, or I went and found them because of the journey I was on. I was so driven and fast paced, I was not missing a beat. I was like, no, take every opportunity that falls into your past, be a yes person. I've already shared this in the previous podcast. And also it helps that because I'd done the inner work, you know, if you can spend a hectic, busy, you know, action-packed New Year's Eve happily on your own, sit in your discomfort, the discomfort within yourself, then 
spending a whole year on your own because you love yourself, because you've spent that time, you've done, you've served your time. I've had a great year, majority of it being on my own. I love my own company. I love the missions I set myself. I love the projects I keep myself busy with. And the whole point is, I think I say this every goddamn podcast, it all starts with loving yourself. Do the inner work, self-discovery, self-evaluation. Do those that dirty inner work. Sit in the discomfort. When, you're, when you don't like the feeling of something, don't avoid it. Don't mask it by going and having a drink with your girlfriend or sitting on Instagram to distract yourself or watching something on Netflix. Don't distract yourself with not feeling it. If you sit in the discomfort of feeling it, you win. If you have cold showers, yes, of course, every single time you get in there, it doesn't make it any warmer, but the tools you have developed to conquer that cold shower are sharper. So you're like, sick, I know this dance. When I get in that cold shower now, don't hesitate. I go straight in. The second I go straight in, I start really loudly vocalizing my affirmations. Sometimes I'll vocalize just like, like a stupid song, but I'm not a very good singer and I don't, I don't want to waste my words and that shower time, that precious discomfort time on anything else except for manifesting. I'm, I'm literally praying and I'm like, I am awesome, I am powerful, I am beautiful, I am strong, I've got this. Like, and whilst I'm saying all these things, I have like quite literally like a goalpost in my head what it is I'm working towards, whether it be this secret project I'm talking about that I've been working on since um, August. I have, I have it visualised in my head, not just like airy-fairy, I have it in a physical form visualised in the centre of my mind whilst I'm doing those affirmations in that place of discomfort. Last New Year's, when I was pretty upset, but pissed off upset, not crying upset, I was like, fuck this, fuck you, fuck you, fuck everyone. Like, I was in that mood. I visualised what I was gonna, what I was gonna achieve that following year. And I had it in my mind. Obviously, if, you, if I sat here now telling past me what I've accomplished, I don't know if I had exactly this, but damn, it was close. I had multiple accomplishments in my mind's eye, which I'm sitting on right now. Because of making myself comfortable in that discomfort, it made this year easy. As we go into 2021, I hate to piss on people's bonfire. It's not gonna get better. Just because the year's new doesn't mean COVID, you know, stops on 31st of December, 2020. We're gonna be locked down for a little while longer. I reckon we're not gonna be able to travel until Feb, March time, if that. It's the new normal, things have changed. We're gonna have to adapt. If you've spent most of this year anxious, nervous, worried, upset, that's okay because unfortunately, much like self-development, you know, we know we have to do it, but we don't, we're not quick on it. We're not, not everyone is prepared for the unknown. In fact, no one is prepared for the unknown. However, we've been given a trial run now, so we no longer have the element of surprise. We can do the best that we can personally do to be ready for whatever is thrown at us. And do you know what? You'll find certain people who will repeat all the same patterns as this year just gone, and they'll kind of keep themselves in that negative cycle. However, as Einstein says, insanity is repeating the same thing over and over and expecting different results. If you don't want to feel the same way that you felt all of 2020, change what you do with the hand that we get dealt in 2021. So, whether you listen to this because you're upset about how your Christmas didn't turn out the way you planned, whether you listen to this running up to New Year's, or whether you listen to this early in the new year, keep that in mind that exactly this time last year, I was pretty poor, about to get my heart broken for the 
a millionth time, but the last time, I'd like to say, I'm putting it out there, I was in a job which, I genuinely, I'm not going to badmouth people, I actually really liked the people there, but I was massively underpaid, and I was working far too hard for the money I was receiving. And just generally, even though I was really happy, I was, I was actively every day having to do the things that made me happy and keep on my A-game. One year later, my natural state, my average, is pretty fucking happy. So now all the inner work I do on top of that just makes me so much happier. Last night I was just doing so much self-reflection and I wanted to post something really wanky like, fuck, I love my life. And I was like, oh, no, I'll refrain. Like, it's, you know... And I don't know why I refrain because you've got to praise yourself. But at the same time, I, I fully appreciate this is a hard time of year for a lot of people. Skip forward a year. I'm here. I don't really like Christmas. But this is the first time that I've been like, that was cool. That that was good. Like, I took things into my own hands. I did the Christmas cooking. I told everyone to stay the fuck out of the kitchen because I don't want to stress. I did it stress-free. I received awesome presents because of the energy I've been putting out. Therefore, people, without having to ask me, got me incredible presents. And just to clarify, I don't mean expensive presents. I don't mean huge gestures. I actually mean gifts that were really beneficial to my well-being, but also really accurate to the person that I am. I'm not heartbroken, my heart is full. Even though I'm still single, and even though sometimes, you know, I'd, I'd like that to change, I'd like, you know, a significant other in my life. But as opposed to feeling like it's a necessity for my happiness, instead, I'm at this beautiful position where if I even slightly scent that it's gonna disturb my inner peace, I'm genuinely not interested. If it's at the expense of my current state of happiness and contentness, it's not attractive to me. I'm not, I don't fancy that. I've upheld this standard that I never had before in a relationship where it was 100% transparency and communication. And also my intuition was just a bit more clued on. I wouldn't have had that had I not had all the previous experiences before. Had I not been burnt before, I wouldn't have been so conscious of the warning signs. Even though I haven't had anyone upset me this year, you know, I've been really clocked onto it and I've picked up on anything that just doesn't seem right or doesn't vibrate with me early before it disturbs my inner peace. And another huge change, a huge pillar in my life is my job. I am in a job that pays better and makes me so happy. I, I, I hate that saying when it's like, oh, if you love your job, you don't work a day in your life. But truly, look, sometimes it is super hard work, but it's what I have spent my free time, my free hours practicing to do. So now I actually get paid to do stuff that I would willingly do if I wasn't paid. You're getting paid for a hobby as opposed to, you know, a means to an end to keep a roof over your head. But not to sound like a broken record, I wouldn't have landed that job and I wouldn't have landed it with that income had I not been burnt with my previous job and so angry at the world and so angry at allowing myself to get paid so little that then when it came to the negotiation of my wages, I was really adamant that I wasn't accepting anything less than X, Y, and Z. Honestly, I wouldn't have had the balls to be like that had I kind of been making all right money in the job before, I would have been a bit more airy-fairy and I would have been more lenient to accept less. So this is why it's really good to have these knocks in life, to have these hurdles, to have these setbacks, to have those moments where you're like, fuck you at the world. On about three occasions since I started this job in the past few months, 
I've thought up an idea whilst lying in bed. Just an idea in my head, written it in the notes of my phone, and then a month later, I'm seeing the physical product, the physical video of this idea. That is really cool. Really, really cool. And so I just have these moments where I'm like, my mental health is really good. And on top of all of that, I'm in my own place, guys. I, I haven't bought, I'm renting. I live with an incredible chick who we laugh all day. And then we also have really wholesome conversations almost every day as well, where we talk about lives, we talk about ourselves, we talk about things that we were bad in the past and what we've learned from that, how we've moved forward. We, we share topics that I wouldn't feel comfortable even talking to like good friends, I'd say about. She has become like a sister to me and I sit there and I, I genuinely say to her so many times and vice versa, I'm like, I love our lives. I, I couldn't be more grateful for what we have, but also it's because we have created this for ourselves. And I said to her, I actually said to her a couple of days before Christmas, I was lying on her bed chatting to her. I said, do you know what? I absolutely love myself and I love being single. However, being able to like be in a good mood, have the best day at work, come home and then just see her there. Like she has added so much value to my, to the kind of mundane elements of everyday life. So why I bring it up in this particular podcast topic is because I didn't know her before. She was already living in this flat before I moved in. And I know this could be all very voodoo, spiritual <laughs> chat, but you, you gravitate towards your kind of people. When you're living your true self and your happier self and you're vibrating at the highest frequency, you know, you magnetise other people on a similar vibe. And I found, you know, 2019, I was just really struggling. I didn't feel like I had solid friendship groups. I felt like a lot of the time that there, I was misunderstood or that I didn't fit in. And I just wouldn't feel like 100% comfortable myself around the certain people I was hanging out with. I just felt like I was either too much or I just wasn't 100% comfortable. And it's funny because now that a lot of things have come to light, I realised, you know, you when you are paired with the right people, your truest, best self shines through. It's really awesome to see that my friendship group has gone down like tenfold. However, I've truly got like the gems. And an analogy I used with her friends for coffee earlier when we were speaking about having a lot of white noise when you're trying to find your kind of people. And it's like those sieves which um, find gold in sand when they pick up the heap of sand and then you just shake the sieve and slowly, slowly the sand falls out of the bottom of the sieve. Meanwhile, you're left with the gold nuggets. But you would have never seen the other gold nuggets with all the sand there. So you just kind of have to go through this this shake, which is life and turbulence of life, in order to eventually find your your people. They're revealed in the end, but you have to stay on your A-game. You have to stay in your lane. You have to stay the truest version of yourself in order to find other people in the same wavelength. How are you supposed to find them and them to find you if you're not being your true self? So yeah, you know, that all said, I still had a few hiccups during the year, but I kept reminding myself, Panya, Take yourself back to your parents' bedroom, New Year's Eve. I was like, don't, don't lose traction and don't lose focus. Remember what your whys are. Why are you doing this? And then focus, realign your focus. The thing is, you can have a goal. You can set a goal right now. And in a year's time, it's completely different, but you still feel accomplished. Because the thing is, it's not, it doesn't have to be, you know, exactly what you envisioned. So you've got your long-term goal. You create it. 
you're like sick. Okay, now let's make the smaller steps to get towards that. Take about five or 10 of those steps and then look up again and check that big goal. Is that still the goal you want? Do you have to tweak a few things? Do you want to change a few things? Has it adapted slightly? If so, no worries, do that. Then look back down at your feet and take those few steps to get towards that new goal if it's changed. You keep doing that and you'll end up, the whole point is it's the drive behind achieving that goal that will get you to that goal. It's how you choose to distribute that drive. It's how you choose to evaluate where you are on that journey to get to that goal. Are you on track? Are you not? Are you checking with yourself if you are or you're not? Okay, what are you going to do? What changes are you going to make? Have that structure in place. And I've done a podcast specifically on goal setting. Go back to that one. If, if you're resonating with this, you're like, yep, okay, I want to do that. Sick. Go back to the goal setting podcast now. Do these things so that in a year's time, no matter what has happened in 2021, you are still proud of yourself because you gave it your all. When life gives you lemons, make lemonade. Thanks, guys. Uh, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Hope you guys have a great um, time, whatever you're doing, whoever you're with. And just remember to give this a share, either on your social platforms, tag me in it if you do, or alternatively, if you know that there's someone who really, really needs to hear some of the stuff that's on these podcasts, please share it with them more than anything else. Have a great holiday season, guys.